Welcome to the Sleep With Me podcast, the podcast that puts you to sleep. I'm Darius Scooter, and I want to help you fall asleep tonight. You might be asking, what is the Sleep With Me podcast? Well, as someone who struggled with insomnia and just general falling asleep at night, I wanted to create something to help other people that have this problem. Because I noticed I'm good at one thing, telling boring stories. So what I'm going to do is tell you a story tonight. It's going to start off a little bit engaging and entertaining and get more and more boring. And the idea is for you to put your thoughts and troubles aside and just listen to the podcast. And I will slowly put you to sleep. And I hope it works. And if it doesn't, I apologize ahead of time. But go ahead and put your phone down. Pull your covers up. And settle into bed. And fall asleep with me. So tonight I'm going to test out a new segment. I'm always trying to test stuff out to help you guys get to sleep until we find something that consistently works or you really like or you really dislike. And tonight's going to be uh, an ongoing kind of serial story. about It's a fairy tale. But it's a, I was playing with dolls the other day, these Cinderella dolls, and I, the, the, the girl I was playing with made me be the uh, stepmother and the stepsisters, so I kind of got the short end of the stick or so a thought, but then I started thinking, what happened to, to these three after uh, the original story of Cinderella, whether you have the Disney story or the uh, original fairy tale, which I'm not sure if it's by... Grimm or Hans Christian Andersen or someone else, but I will put that in the show notes for sure. And I was thinking, what, what happened these them after? I know Disney made a couple direct-to-DVD movies, which I haven't seen. They may, I may be, may be stuck in my subconscious, and I did see it, and I'm just retelling that to- story. But here's what I think happened. There's a sound of pixie dust in your mind. Tingle, tingle, tingle. Well, first thing was after Cinderella moved into the castle, married the prince, became the princess of the land. The stepmother, she's a very rational woman. So the first thing she did was marry her daughters off. And her, her first daughter, she married off to an innkeeper. And the dowry for her, her daughter was... Um, and I think you usually pay a dowry, but, you know, the stepmother, she's too smooth. It would be dinner with ale or wine every night at the inn. And the second daughter, she mar- married off to a, one of the bigger farmers in the area in exchange for milk and eggs, cheese, bread, meat, all, all the staples. So she kind of set herself up, and then she started to plot about how she would get back into Cinderella's good graces and, you know, get herself into the castle. So she figured she would just throw herself at Cinderella's mercy and apologize. So she went up to the castle, and she asked for the, asked to see her daughter, her stepdaughter, and the captain of the guard came down. He said, I'm sorry, uh, she, she refuses to see you, but if you come every day and check in, she said at some point she'll give grant you an audience. But at this point she's still upset with the way he treated her. So every day 
she would get up, the stepmother, and go up to the castle and present herself. And they would say, okay, wait, and we'll see. Just wait here, and we'll see if Cinderella wants to see you or not. Well, they would say the princess, obviously. And the stepmother would wait all day, and you could tell it was a little passive-aggressive action on Cinderella's part. And they wouldn't give her an audience. But the stepmother, being the intelligent, cunning woman she is, she used her time to see who was going in and out of the castle. And if, when she was at the end, if people needed information about what salt trader was getting more time at the castle or yada, 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 uh, you know, she could sell that information. But there was one thing that stuck out to her, was that every single day, this old bundled woman came. And she would come in the morning, and then she would leave at midday. And after a couple weeks of this, the stepmother called, you know, when she called in the morning on the captain of the guard to see if she was going to get her audience. She said, you know, who's that woman that comes every day? You know the one I'm talking about, the kindly-looking stout woman? The captain of the guard said, oh, that's the queen's, or the princess's trusted advisor. She said, oh, what's her name? He said, oh, I don't know. Well, what does she advise the princess on? I'm not sure that they, they, they meet in private. Oh, well, where's she from? I'm not sure of that either. So you're protecting the princess, and you're letting her meet alone with this old woman. And you don't know what they're talking about or who she is. The, the captain of the guard, he, 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 he kind of knew who the stepmother was. He said, listen, you old sow. Don't try to poison my mind. I know your tricks. Be gone for the day. And he sends her off. The stepmother decided to start following her at the end of the day. She would give her some space, and she would follow her. And the first time she followed her, she noticed she would go deep, deep into the wood. And every day, she would get deep into this one grove of trees, and she would pull out a magic wand, touch the air, and disappear. And the stepmother followed her for about two weeks, and she saw the same thing every day. And, there, and then she was like, oh, okay, and I'm going to try to see when she gets here in the morning. So the, she decided to mark the spot with a few stones. The only difference in the days was that one day she went and she touched a bird who had a broken wing and it was struggling on the ground. And as soon as she touched it with the wand, the bird's wing was healed and it flew off. The stepmother decides to hide out in the woods in the morning and she finds a spot and she's hiding there and she notices another bird with broken wing in the morning is that the same bird it rebroke its wing or new bird but but anyway and then all of a sudden the, the kindly old woman appears and she goes about gathering some rocks and sticks and the stepmother was afraid she was going to get found, but she didn't She didn't find her. And she lines up the sticks and hits them with the wand. They turn into loaves of bread. Then she hits a rock. It turns into a pot of steaming tea. She hits another couple. They turn into teacups and then a picnic basket and then even a bottle of wine. And with that, she packs everything up 
and she heads off to the castle. You know, the stepmother, she would always look around and she'd try to figure out if there's any evidence left behind of the magic, but there never was. And so she watched this for a couple days, and then she called the captain of the guard. And she said, you know that woman, the old, kindly old woman that you've been letting be alone with the princess? You know, she's a practitioner of the dark arts. Captain the guard is, you know, he's he's like, you know, he's he's yelling at the stepmother. She said, "Oh, I have evidence. I would, I would just blindly go about accusing elderly women of, of being witches if I didn't have some proof." She said, "We'll just wait, and tomorrow when she leaves, we'll follow her, and you'll see." And the captain of the guard he had his suspicions, but at the same time, this was his job, and he was a little bit worried. Well, oh, man. What if she's right? So the next day, the stepmother left. I mean, as the uh, kindly old woman left, who we all know at this point is the fairy godmother, the stepmother and the captain of the guard followed her. She went deep into the woods, and she pulled out her wand, and she disappeared. And the captain of the guard was in shock. And the stepmother said, okay, just wait till tomorrow. Don't tell anyone about this. I'm going to meet here in this hiding spot tomorrow morning. And they hid in the morning. And the fairy godmother appeared. And she made the bread and the wine and the uh, the tea. And then she headed off to the castle. And at this point, the captain of the guard was beside him. So he said, I've been, I've been drinking that wine every night with dinner. He's wondering if he's been poisoned or he's under some sort of spell. And, you know, stepmother's just egging him on, like, well, you know, what kind of horrible things could she be doing to the princess? Is it, what kind of awful stuff is about? And the captain of the guard, he was kind of, uh, he, he took things very seriously. So he saw this dark arts. He was not into new agey stuff at all. So it was only evil. Witches could only be evil. He didn't buy into the fairy godmother paradigm. And he was afraid he was going to lose his job or be beheaded for for failing his duty. And so he's like, well, I don't, I don't know. What, what am I going to do? And the fairy godmother said, don't worry. I have a very, very good plan of what we're going to do. Now, if you're still listening at this point, you can. it's going to get really boring at this point. And you're not going to miss any, any plot, part of the plot, so... You don't have to pay attention anymore. But so the stepmother said, don't worry, I'll take care of everything. And she went off and she went home. And she said, I won't be back. You know, she's not going to be at the castle for a few days. She went out to the farm and she called her two daughters and all the farmer's children and this children's children. And he had them go out and had everyone go out and gather as many sticks as they could. So they would go out in the woods, and they're picking up sticks and branches and bringing them back. And then the stepmother had this huge pile of branches. And she wanted them to break them off into little pieces, one-size pieces. So they'd spend all this time breaking off the little tips of branches, breaking off those little nubs, 
making sandpaper or leather or whatever they used back then and and rubbing them down to a sheen is so much work. We're repeating this over and over and over again. And at the same time, she was at the inn asking, trying to learn more about as much about the dark arts. She was asking, anyone, does anyone tell me all the fairy, the tales of magical women you know? So she was gathering all this information and, and she was hearing the good and the bad. And she, of course, didn't buy the fairy godmother thing either. She knew there has to be an angle. There's always an angle. So she went through the village and, and, and talked to all the different sects of religion and saw what they, that's S-E-C-T-S of religion, um, you know, found out. And so she was doing her research. And she was gathering these wands. So she was up to something. And, and another thing is that, you know, she had this kind of, up until this point, a sedentary lifestyle. So she was eating at the inn every night and drinking wine and living on bread and cheese during the day. So she'd kind of grown plump herself. And then she kind of went for a makeover. And she went to the salon or whatever they call it there. And she tried to, you know, can you make me look nicer? So they definitely changed her hair, and they said, well, you don't, what you really definitely don't want to do is pull your hair that tight because it makes your face so harsh. And she tried to smile, and so she got this whole, she tried to be like a, um, become a plump, nice woman. And how this plays in to what happens next. You'll have to wait and see. But the stepmother has a plan. And I hope this helped you fall asleep.